Welcome to this week's episode of Creator All-Stars. Really thrilled to welcome our guest. I'll let Olivia introduce her. Just a reminder, what is Creator All-Stars all about? It's really all about featuring the best and the fastest growing creators out there. And what do we mean by out there? It means across all creative media, whether it's YouTube and Instagram, whether it's TikTok and Facebook, Etsy and eBay. Uh, we've had a number of folks across a number of different industries and sectors. What they all have in common is they're doing creative, amazing things, and they're scaling their communities in unbelievable ways. And we love to hear their stories. And our guest today is no exception. Really thrilled to hear from her. Let you go ahead with the introduction. Yes, I am so, so excited to introduce um, Mandy DiMarzo. I've known Mandy since I was 18, I believe, at this point now. I'd be 17 <laughs> or 18. Um, and can just speak from, from personal experience that she is you know, you know, we're going to talk about fitness and, and, you know, just the incredible athlete that she is, but one of the most amazing human beings you will ever have the privilege of meeting in your life. So <laughs> I am thrilled and honored to welcome athlete, creator, and entrepreneur Mandy DiMarzo to this week's episode of Creator All-Stars. Uh, she is the founder and creator of The Burn Workout. She has a community of tens of thousands of followers um, across social media platforms for her tribe, as she calls, of which I am a, I'm a proud member. Um, and she's also done a ton of, of really amazing brand partnerships doing work with brands such as Lululemon, Morpho. Um, she's also the host of a call-in original show, uh, The Locker Room. Um, everyone, give it up for Mandy. Mandy, thank you so, so much for being here. Oh, my gosh. I'm humbled by that introduction, and I hope I can live up to it on this call today. So thanks, you guys, for having me. Oh, we're absolutely thrilled. Well, let's just dive right in then. Um, Mandy, can you tell us a little bit about you growing up as an athlete and, you know, when sort of sports became a part of your life, movement, physical wellness, um, and how has your identity as an athlete shaped your life and sort of what you're doing now? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I have been involved in sports ever since I can remember. Um, my dad put a soccer ball at my feet when I was about four years old and always moving, always playing, getting involved. Um, and I loved it. It's where I really um, learned a lot of the life lessons that I say is on the sports playing fields, being parts of teams and working hard towards a goal and all those things. So I played um, soccer in college. I played division one soccer at Colgate University. And then after, you know, you sort of have this, where am I taking my life and what am I doing? And of all the moving parts um, sports always stayed consistent. So um, I started to compete um, in marathons. And then from that point, went on to um, train and compete in triathlons. And I continue to really identify as an athlete. And it really has served me in so many different parts of my life. Um, and so naturally, um, when wherever in all the different communities that I've been in, it's always been through movement is where I start finding a team, finding a workout, finding something to sweat. And I always say sweat is my love language. And it's, it's just where, um, where I've always known and that my comfort zone. And so, um, always been a part of my life. That's awesome. And I think that's sort of, you know, what you're talking about, the community and the connections and everything that sort of leads into how you got your title, The Locker Room, which is your show on Colin. 
Um, do you want to just tell folks yes. that are listening, anyone, if they're not subscribed yet, go subscribe immediately. You're not going to want to make these <laughs> conversations. But do you want to just give folks a little idea of, of you know, what it, what it is you talk about on Collins and since we're here now? Absolutely. So the locker room is something that ever, again, um, since my mostly my soccer playing days, you know, impressionable um, in high school and college, I always – thought those in-between moments of being on a team were my favorite. It's the connections with teammates. It's learning about life. It's having those deeper conversations. Um, and I wanted, I missed that. I missed a lot of things about playing on sports, but that's what I miss the most, that deep connection um, and that friendship among teammates where there's a trust and, and you dig in to some of the maybe messy conversations or tricky conversations. And as we've gotten older, um, we don't have that space, um, and especially as women, we do not have that kind of space to really talk about what's going on inside and what we're dealing with. And so I wanted to create a safe space in the locker room for us to discuss all things, not just athletic pursuits, but also just um, body image issues, um, any sort of mental health issues, stuff that maybe we don't talk enough about and just really um, be able to foster a very kind, safe connection um, with people um, across the globe where you really you can you can get in and learn from one another and light the way from what for one another. Yeah, you really cover a lot of topics. Your podcast is great. I've loved listening to it. And now I want to ask you, I've been really dying to ask you about high intensity interval training. The good news for me I know a little bit about that, having run track in high school and college. Uh, but when you talk about Burn by Mandy and you talk about HIIT, can you tell us a little bit about that? Tell us about how important that interval training is in your the workouts that you do and the ones that you share and lead and prescribe. And tell us for folks that are maybe just tuning in and hearing about you and your program for the first time, what can they expect if they sign up for Burn by Mandy? Awesome. Yeah, for, for sure. So um, Burn by Mandy, it's really a workout that it's my method that I've come up with after all the different movements. Uh, first was marathons. So to just go back a second, I competed in marathons, but I continued to get overuse injuries. I was running over 100 miles a week. And it just was not sustainable um, at all from the wear and tear on my body. At that point, going to triathlons, I learned more movements that I liked, more movements that um, my body loved and movements that my body did not like very much. And so within every chapter of every sport that I've been involved in, I took the learnings and I created burn. And so burn is something that is a 30 or 45 minute workout. There's all kinds of lengths of workouts, but it's hit, I say, without the break. You know, a lot of hit workouts have little breaks here and there. Um, I say it's hit only harder. And what it is, is it's 30 second movements and it's full body and it's using either no equipment or very minimal equipment. And you're just hitting every single inch of your body and you are going to be challenged. You are going to be pushed. But I always say you can do anything for 30 seconds. So within that, there is our endurance moves. There are strengthening moves, power moves. And when I used to train back in the day, I was working out two, three, sometimes four hours a day. And 
nobody has time for that, especially as you guys are busy with all that's going on in our lives and families and all that kind of thing. And I said, how can I get the results that I want to get in a much more compact amount of time? And so I created this workout that uh, finished and done in 45 minutes. I get the results. I'm tired. I feel strong. And I'm hitting all the goals that I want to hit within this workout. Um, and when you say what to expect, I love that question because every single workout is different. So at the beginning of most workouts, I'll tell you, you need a jump rope or you need a resistance band and dumbbells. And then the next thing I'll say is expect the unexpected. You'll never know what's going to go on next. We're going to hit the arms. We're going to hit the abdominals. We're going to hit your lower half. Um, and that ever changing method, it's it what captures people. It's what that's why you keep showing up each and every day. A lot of people say, oh, my God, I've got FOMO. I missed yesterday's workout. And that's because it was completely different than today's workout. And it'll be different than tomorrow's workout. And a lot of times workouts, um, they go stale because people stop hitting their results. They they plateau and a goal of mine because I do the entire workout with you alongside you is I never want to plateau. So I've got to keep continuing to figure out ways to get stronger and not, you know, know what's going to happen next. And that's part of the fun. And that's part of the challenge. Absolutely. That variety is really critical, not just for a motivation aspect, but also from a fitness aspect. So folks are uh, working out, exercising and building different muscle groups and uh, at different times. That's let me just ask you a few quick questions and I'll walk through some stats. Mandy, some of these stats are amazing. First, as a as an athlete yourself, you broke a 305 marathon, right, which is roughly seven minutes per mile before you started uh, to transition your your fitness regimen. Is that correct? That is correct. Yeah. Amazing. And then since you launched Burn by Mandy, now the workout is reaching people in over, is it true, 2,000 cities and over 60 countries around the world? Is that right? Correct. Mind-blowing, but yeah, correct. And then the way you've grown is primarily through word of mouth, which are folks that are taking your classes and signing up are telling their friends and their friends' friends. Is that uh, primarily how you've expanded? And that's what I'm most proud of, of all the accolades and all that you're hitting right now, Phil. That is why I say I have the best tribe out there. That's why I say I'm humbled to sweat alongside this group of humans because they've absolutely made this grow and paid it forward in sweat. And they've shared it. They've shared their experience. They shared why they love it. They've shared the results. Oh, by the way, what I don't talk about ever is these results people are getting losing 30 40 pounds losing dress sizes and all of these different body goals because it's it's a feeling thing but it's also very result driven and that's why people also when they see the results and they see that their hard work is paying off because you want what you're doing to work it's just it naturally starts to change that conversation when start people start to say hey what are you doing? You must be working out. I see some changes. And then they feel the need to share, which I am so indebted to this tribe for. No, that's amazing. And those results clearly are, uh, uh, you know, paying off, not just uh, for your clients, but also in the over 10,000 followers you now have on Instagram. And uh, really the question for our creator audience 
uh, members is how did you start the transition to an online community? Obviously, you were working with folks in person. Uh, how did it end up where you became such a force online, building your online community, your website, and getting so many folks that are following you on Instagram and other media? Yeah, I, you know, I, I say this, I, I was very reluctant um, to go online when the pandemic hit and going from in-person to everybody's in lockdown mode. And it started by people just uh, asking, Mandy, can we do Zoom workouts? And I thought, well, I'm not going to do Zoom because, you know, that that just locks people into a certain time. But what I will do is I'll just start. I started to do live Instagram free workouts twice a day, every single day. And I did that for five weeks. And again, it really came from a place of this is how I can help. This is my act of service with all that's going on right now. This is what makes sense to me. And so after five weeks of uh, free classes, people started, they were Venmoing me money. And I'm like, you know what? I want to do something more with this. And with this pandemic, whether it's finished tomorrow, or you know, for however long it's going to go, God forbid, um, working out home at home really enabled a lot more people to be mindful of their health and fitness journey. And I thought this is going to be around, and I love reaching more people this way. And so, um, after five weeks, I launched my website, and now it's been two years, and it's a virtual platform where there's a new workout up every single day of all different lengths, but people can do it when they want to do it. And that was very, very important to me is there are so many excuses or we can find excuses when working out. And I wanted to make it as seamless and as easy as possible to press play and just start sweating. That's why it's done in short amount of time. That's why you can do it anywhere. And I literally say anywhere. I do it in my garage. People do it outside. People do it in their bedrooms, at their office. And it's very minimal to no equipment. If you don't have equipment, you can still do the entire workout just with your body weight. And I say in a purpose. But again, I really want to take all the fancy stuff out of workouts and say, you don't need a fancy gym. You don't need, mm-hmm. you know, a very expensive trainer. You can get a workout in just with showing up and pressing play. And that's how it, the whole burn uh, by Mandy was launched. And it's, it's really taken, taken a hold ever since. <laughs> I think sort of what I'm, I'm really struck by, you know, listening to you talk about this and sort of that explanation is how organic the whole process was. And I think that that really is something like that just sense of the way you're saying, like, it's not fancy. It's not like over, you're not overthinking it. It's very authentic. It's very like coming from the tribe, coming from the people, like everything about from the inception through like the distribution of Burn by Mandy, it felt like a very natural flow. And I I wonder if that's something that you were super conscientious of, as it was happening or is it sort of now you look back at it and are like, Hmm, like this, this is sort of just serendipity that it ended up like this. Like what, what has been reflecting on that been like for you? Uh, I love that Olivia. Um, the authenticity is something that is very important to me and it's, I've always held that close um, with any message, whether it's through a workout or in my Instagram posts, um, it needs to be from me and come from my heart. I think that, you know, um, that that's, that is what this workout and what I am all about. And um, I guess the other pieces is, is, 
my workouts, there's no makeup. I don't have a, a blowout, you know, like all these beautiful platforms that are out there, you know, Peloton's one of them, you know, these instructors, yeah, they're gorgeous and, and everything is perfect. And what I have always held is, you know, things are not always perfect. You know, I am, I am right there in the trenches as a friend and as somebody coaching you, but I want you to feel that in that authentic way. Um, that I am sweating next to you, working out with you, talking to you, hopefully inspiring you, that um, I am somebody that is in your corner, a teammate. So that is something that I'm glad that has come across because it is it is done very purposefully in a way that that's all I know. Um, my background is not business. It's, it's ath athletics. It's sweat. It's um, the sports field. So the fact that it's transitioned this way, people don't want perfect. They want to know mm -hmm. they're not alone. They want to know that it's okay to either have a bad day or cry through a workout or say, I'm having, you know, I'm having a horrible morning, but I'm going to press play. And you're, you are, you feel, you feel like you're part of something. Totally. A hundred. I mean, I can, I can personally attest to that. I, I have this like very distinct memory of one of my like the best weekends I had over quarantine which that seems sort of like <laughs> like an oxymoron or something like best weekends in quarantine <laughs> but a, 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 I should say a positive memory I had from quarantine is I was with my best friend from high school and you know Phoebe Blue mm, um I was with the Blue Phoebe. sisters oh. and we and Lily was there too and we put on a burn workout we remember we were just in their basement like in our basically sweatpants, like not even wearing our cute workout clothes or anything and just like turned on burn. And it, it, there's something about just like doing the workout, listening to Mandy, like really coaching us through. And I think that's mm -hmm. also something that sets you apart from other, just like, like more of like the boutique fitness trend or something like mm -hmm. that. Like it really feels like, like coaching rather than sort of instructing, like it, you feel like a, there's a there's a level of like mentorship mentorship and and team spirit in that way too. Mm, um, I love so I just, that. Yeah, like it's just it 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 is something special about it. And what I also just found really interesting about what you just said is, you know, you 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 weren't coming at this from like sort of a a business and a marketing perspective with it. You really are coming from it with with this sort of authenticity. How then? do you did you evolve from just you know posting the workout videos to what you post on a daily weekly like what's sort of your cadence of managing your social media pages now like just talking a little bit more about deploying content and, and growing your audience that way like how did you bring the authenticity to those other posts that started to go beyond just a workout oh yeah so well like you really touched upon it because it is a feeling and it's a feeling that people started to feel and it became a movement. So all of a sudden, people started sending me sweaty selfies, and you know, where after the workout, they sent how they felt. And it, it was the most unsolicited, awesome experience because I'm getting pictures from strangers that you see them glowing from the inside out. And I get, I get goosebumps because I started to get messages and DMs from people I've never met. And they would share how burn helped them get through things with the pandemic, things with their children that have cancer, things with divorce and losing jobs. And I'm like, this is amazing. And I need, I need to do more with this. Like, so part of what you see with my messaging on social media is I, I again, feel, I feel a need to motivate and inspire and also just 
light the way for others, whether it's sharing, um, you know, detours in my world or where I got things wrong along the way to let people know, like when they're sharing their personal struggles, they are not alone. I'm right there with them. Um, and it's also, um, you know, I, I, I know every day that you're not going to be always motivated and inspired, but if there can be somebody just helping to give you a little nudge to show up for yourself, um, that's something that, um, I love to do and I want to do, and that's my calling. And that's part of what I use my social media as my platform. It's not my life. I, I am a very private person. So it's funny because, you know, I, I, I've, I've resisted social media in a lot of ways because, um, you know, I think that it's a fine line between, um, being a positive space and not, but at the same time, when, when you see your reach and what you can do for people, you have to figure out a way to balance it so you can bring that positive, um, you know, experience and also still maintain a semblance of a life and, and mm -hmm. a privacy. Yeah. I want to, I want to dig a little bit more, more in on that. Cause this is something that I, I struggle with is the balance of keeping social media healthy. Um, before I do that, I do just want to remind everyone in the audience that this is an interactive show. If you've got a question or a comment you want to ask Mandy, feel free to hit the little uh, telephone icon in the bottom right-hand corner. You'll hop in the caller queue, and we'd love to hear from you. Um, so just putting that out there for people. But Mandy, because I, I, I struggle with this. My mom and I talk about this all the time where we like, we're like, get off Instagram, like get off Facebook. Mm -hmm. Like we can see, I can see you getting stressed out, like, like put it away. You're all about wellness and sort of this like holistic view to wellness and it's physical wellness, but we also talk so much about mental and emotional wellness. What are some techniques, tactics, you know, boundaries that you set for yourself to be able to stay well? while also knowing that you have to spend time on social media in order to be, you know, connecting with people and, and, and growing a brand in this way. Like what tips do you have to just not let that derail your life? Like what specifically can you share with us? Yeah, I think the I think the the main word is boundaries. And I think that when we hear that word oftentimes we think of that's for children, you know, setting boundaries, setting limits, setting rules. That's a very a child in infantile word it's not it actually for me it helps give things shape and structure and give limits where i need that you know part of uh learning your way is learning your needs along the way and i knew i needed to give myself certain times to be on social media a time limit because you can go down that rabbit hole and um i also love I'm a, I'm a old school with in-person. I'd rather see you than text you. I'd rather a phone call than a DM. You know, I'm a, I'm, I, I kick it old school that way. And so, um, I think that the lens that I, I see social media is, um, have a time limit and definitely not at the end of the day anymore. And I, I know you and I have talked about this, Olivia, but, um, I do feel like, um, there is an earlier cutoff for me so that um, I don't get into a negative space. I don't, you know, lose sleep over it literally and physically um, and mentally. And I think that I come, I also know that it's not real. Like a lot, even the pictures that I post or I feel comfortable posting, they are from 
fantastic photographers, but it's not real. Like there is somebody that did my hair and somebody did my makeup and somebody that helped me, you know, with, with my outfit and this and that. And we have got to keep a real lens on social media and know what we're seeing. It's not as perfect as it seems. Um, life isn't like that. And I guess that's why the, the common thread in a lot of my posts is realness and having talking about stuff that's um, uncomfortable, uh, not spoken about. You know, I do discuss I've, I struggled with an eating disorder for a big chunk of my life and what that what that felt like, looked like and how that, you know, translated into other parts. I do talk about a lot of things I got wrong because I don't want people to have any false notion of what I'm putting out there. Um, so, um, but boundaries is the other thing in terms of time. Like, you know, we're both in an industry and a lot of us are that 24 seven people can access you. And so um, at the beginning of this pandemic, I was on my phone all the time because I want to nurture these relationships. But I also realized I had to protect my energy and that space. And if I didn't do that, nobody else was going to do that for me. And so um, I just had to just take a step back and hit refresh and decide, all right, this is the amount of time a day I'm willing to put into this, but then I want to live. Well, and it's evident with your posts, Mandy, that being practical and having that balance and encouraging that wellness is really important. For example, a lot of your posts, you include time, you know, hey, here's a 12 minute workout you mm -hmm. can do. Here's a 16 minute uh, set of exercises that'll help get you on your way. I really love that practicality. I know you did talk about boundaries. We did get a question, which I want to share with you from the audience and get your input. It also resonates with me as well, uh, which is how do you deal with overuse injuries? And mm -hmm. myself in my situation, having been at one time a very good athlete, now just fighting to be a, a decent athlete, <laughs> but dealing with Achilles issues, and I've, that's flared up for me recently. How do you deal with this balance, especially when it comes to staying healthy and avoiding injury and sometimes even managing around injuries that are already pre-existing? What, what sort of advice and what sort of approach do you take with your athletes? I love this question. I love it. Um, you know, and this is a perfect example of I've gotten it wrong so many times. And so just to touch upon overuse injuries, um, I ran my body into the ground to the point that I was running on a broken femur. The femur is the largest bone in your body, but I was doing so much mileage that I broke my femur. And so what, what I learned from that <laughs> was, you know, I felt the pain early on and I ignored it and I numbed it and I took the Advil and I made all these excuses and all of that, that those whispers get louder and louder and louder and they become shouts. And so um, I started to really tune into my body and um, I, I appreciated rest days. I actually, I have a lot of things that I do on my days off to actually make them work for me even more. And then um you know, with my injuries, I've learned along the way, I've had some great relationships with physical therapists that have taught me about ice. They've talked me about Epsom salt baths. They've talked to me about, you know, rolling out your body, stretching a little more, um, just things that you can do 
again, and this is, you're going to hear this theme because I'm from very humble beginnings. It doesn't cost a lot of money. It doesn't take a lot of time for you to stretch or roll your you know, your, your foot on a golf ball. Phil, I actually would tell you that. I'd tell you to roll your shins out if you yes. have an Achilles injury, because that usually you go to the front of your body. But yep. again, it's really like, you know, I can probably talk to every overuse injury and you got to look at it. A, are you doing the same movement over and over and over and over again? Okay. If you are, you know, invite some cross training into your workouts, just work different muscles. Um, and then secondly, a few days off here and there just to give your body a little time to recover will not undo all that you've worked so hard for along the way. And little side note, and I get very passionate, so you can just shut me up whenever, but part of this burn workout that I created, and um, some people know this, most people don't, there's a physical therapy aspect of exercises I kept having to do in physical therapy that I were like, oh my God, this is so annoying. But it would be like, you know, my abductors and my adductors. And if you guys, you don't know, it's like your groin and the outside of your quad. And all of my movements were so forward. Like you, Phil, I'm, I was a runner. So everything was forward, forward, forward. Yes. And my injuries were because I was not strengthening the inside and outside of my, my quads and my hamstrings. And so in these workouts with the bands, we do it. So I'm actually doing what I would be doing for physical therapy every single day because Sometimes you learn along the way about your body and then you learn, oh, if I only take five minutes to do this exercise, I'll be good. We just don't make that time for ourselves. Everything else gets in the way. Yeah, no, that definitely resonates not only with me, but with others that are listening, because absolutely running is certainly it's it's an amazing sport. It's an amazing endeavor, but it is also somewhat two dimensional. And if you don't weave in those other aspects, then there's a whole lot of muscles and types of exercises that you're missing out on. And it's it, it also makes you less flexible. I don't need to tell you. So if you're not building up that flexibility, uh, and, and in fact, one of your, I read one of uh, your blog posts, the five rules to live by that may just change your life. I think the fifth one is to sh sometimes shut it down. And uh, you talked a little bit about that as well. Uh, it seems like that's critical as well as your third, which is to move. So once you get people moving and in their routine, obviously they need to build rest into their workouts. It seems like uh, that's an important part of what you uh, prescribe as well. I, I do. And I like that you, you know, just point out those blogs, those articles. It's just like my writings and my learnings. And, you know, it, when I say shut it down, I actually set an alarm to shut it down. A lot of people set an alarm to wake up. But what we don't do is we don't give ourselves that alarm that says, all right, get off your devices. Okay. Shut down all those things outside so you can tune up whatever's going on inside. Um, and so, Again, it's these little nuggets of wisdom that I've learned along the way. Another piece of all that I'm doing as an athlete is nutrition and fuel. And I've actually partnered with a fantastic woman. Um, her name's Kate Velasquez, and she goes by the handle of She's Cooking in Brooklyn. And she and I do these live cooking segments every Wednesday um, around 1.30. And she is a trained, incredible chef, and she shows how you can be healthy and do it really simply. So she takes all of her culinary wisdom and she shares, because I, I like to eat healthy, but I tend to eat some of the same things. And so she has expanded 
my palate and my cooking and we have fun and we can just show people, look, you can have fun. You can have, she's got kids and a dog and everything and she can still whip up meals in less than 15, 10, 15 minutes, which is brilliant and phenomenal. And it's again, a part of health and my health journey is eating healthy and nurturing and nourishing my body so it can perform to the level I want it to perform. Those segments are great, by the way. They're fun. They're hilarious. And uh, I love those. Uh, Olivia, have you, have you had a chance to watch uh, those joint sections uh, yeah. or segments on no, Wednesdays? I yeah, I do love them. And I think I also, Mandy, you just had perfect timing there because I was literally what I was to ask you about next. And I see we've got um, Kate in the audience listening, actually. So shout oh, out. Oh, she on? Awesome. Oh, yay. Hi, Kate. <laughs> yeah, if you want to come say hi, Kate, just, you know, you know how to do it. Um but yeah, I mean, I just think, oh, there she is. Let's say hi. Hey, Kate. Hi, Kate. Hey, how's it going? It was <laughs> great to hear this tonight. Oh my gosh, I know this message by heart, but it's so nice to hear it again. I can't wait to see you on Wednesday and cook a little bit. I did say, um, you know, Kate and I have gone back way back. She's burned with me before pandemic, but we hit our stride. I mean, when we're doing the cooking lives, we both have a very sassy side as we're cooking. And it's been just an absolute pleasure. So I've missed you. I can't wait to see you Wednesday. Ditto, ditto. I hope, um, I mean, you and I always have a good time, but I hope our underlying message, which is all about, you know, nourishing the body with healthy foods, I hope that comes through more so than the fun that we have, <laughs> although they're equally important. Um, but yeah, I'm super pumped to get back into it this week. <laughs> it feels like both, honestly. Like I, you know, we, you, you guys, you, like we talk a lot about like the the interweaving of like physical health and emotional mm -hmm. and and mental health. Like I, it's, I feel like I'm just getting two for the price of one. You know, like getting the nutritional facts while also sort of just fun of feeling like I'm hanging out with you guys. <laughs> Pure, <laughs> exactly. Pure <laughs> entertainment. Kate cooks and I watch. And usually we make a cocktail first and I drink the cocktail and just watch her cook. Beautiful. <laughs> I love that. And, <laughs> and I think the, um, the beauty is that, you know, you've discussed kind of like all of the, the education and the experience that you have in the world of athletics. And you obviously pour all of that into what you put into your body. So I'm physically mm. doing a lot of this stuff, but you're mm. talking about why we've selected the ingredients we've selected, what they're going to do inside your body. Um, and even if we're, we're picking things that aren't necessarily as palatable when they go down, how they're going to make you feel and perform better. Well, you know what, when we're, when you're, when you're including turmeric, which I know is great anti-inflammatory, but Kate actually will like throw it into a smoothie and I'm like, Okay, this works. I know this is great. I needed this, but now you're actually the delivery system into my body. It's a brilliant thing. <laughs> and Kate, maybe you and Mandy can speak to this. What's been the response to both of you as you've been launching these Wednesday segments? I imagine folks really love them. Yeah, big time. I mean, I think when we have, you know, obviously things come up and when we miss a week here or there, we get called out for it, which is, <laughs> you know, the, the biggest compliment you can have. But um, we've gotten some we've gotten some big names that have paid attention. Dan Buettner, um, he's, you know, reposted some of our work. Um, Dr. Will Bulsowitz, who is a world-renowned gastroenterologist has paid attention to some of our work. So, you know, as much fun as we're genuinely having, um, you know, our message is obviously resonating because we're, we're getting some, we're getting some eyeballs. We're getting some traction. 
And she's being very humble right now. I'll say that. But Kate, actually, since the pandemic, you know, hit, you just launched your website, Better Body Formula. And I'm excited about this because now people can get the recipes. They can get all that Kate offers. And it's just something that it has absolutely grown and grown like wildfire because, again, we are learning how to cook really easy, really healthy food. It's a good time. And so this is this is like purely, you know, a labor of love. I, I would like to say for both of us. Um, so you know, it's it's something that again, that authenticity piece that in that people really mm-hmm. they feel it, they can smell yep. it. That was exactly what I was about to say. It, it sort of just points back to it, it fits in with uh, you know the whole organic evolution of of burn and of you, Mandy. You know, it's just. This goes together naturally. I love that Kate was in the tribe and, and now you guys are, are putting forth this content together. Um, so everyone be sure to, to, to go check out. She's cooking in Brooklyn. Those Wednesday yep. Instagram lives, <laughs> there'll, be, there'll be a party. Um, thanks exactly. so much for tuning in, Kate. Thanks, Kate. Well, we are, we are coming up on, on 40 minutes. And so um, I know it's Sunday night, but I just want to, you know, come by asking Mandy after this amazing show we've had together, like next for you, what's next for burn? What are you excited about? What's coming up? Like what, what, what can we, what can we look forward to from you? What can you look forward to? Is that what you said, Olivia? Yeah. Sorry. Did I cut out? It's okay. Um, what can you look forward to? Well, you know what? Um, this summer I'm very excited because I'm going to be, um, announcing a few select pop-ups that I'll be doing to really get in person and be sweating amongst um, people in, in the summer. So, and I've actually partnered with a fantastic brand. Um, it's called Amorpho. It's Gravity Sportswear, and it's something that um, has been very exciting for me to bring to my tribe. And so, I'll be doing some really. Uh, impactful pop-ups with Amorpho um, in tow so people can try the workout out, sweat in person, enjoy those endorphins and being with one another again. Um, and and when I get those dates, I'll be announcing that um, on my Instagram. And, you know, between now and, and forever, I'll be moving, trying to get stronger, figuring out how to uh, gracefully um, continue to be an athlete my whole life and share all my learnings um, with with my following. I love uh, by it. the way, Amorpho, I've heard about them quite a bit. They just raised a round of funding there. Mm. Uh, maybe tell us a little bit about Amorpho uh, because uh, there's been a lot of buzz in the fitness industry about what they're doing. I'm impressed you've heard, but it, yeah. it's just been, it's a, it's this uh, startup. Olivia keeps that. me, Olivia keeps me on my toes. I've got to keep <laughs> up with her. So she, yeah, well, it's a startup that is done by a bunch of athletes that are also yes. incredible people and it's about micro loading. So, you know, we always hear about less is more, less is more when you're training. And in fact, you know, by just adding a little bit of weight to what you're doing anyway, you can get stronger, fitter, faster, stronger is their slogan. And the it's clothing that is not, you know, 15, 20 pounds. Uh, you know, the crop top that I wear is seven ounces. The tank top that I wear is 10 ounces. But 
actually within a workout, you burn 8% more calories, you get stronger, and you do it by doing the same movements where you can continue to have that range of motion, but you're adding just a little micro mini weights onto your body. And I've got to tell you, like, it's been transformative for me. And the best part, and, uh, you know, everybody needs to experience the amorpho effect on their own. But when I take the gear off, when I take the gear off, just like after any workout, I'm already feeling, wow, I can take on anything the day hands me. When I take that gear off, I feel like I can fly. I feel so strong and light and just just that piece of it. Um, you know, that's not a science thing. That's a feeling thing. And so that's why um, when they asked me to partner, I was like, uh, yeah, I'm a thousand percent in because I only partner with with brands that I believe in and that I'm wearing. And so this has been um, a dream for me. Yeah, it's really I I lo- I've not yet tried uh, their uh, their gear, their sportswear yet, but I plan to, and it de- definitely makes sense. And it seems like it's founded by a really smart group uh, up in Portland, so that's great. Uh, we would love to hear more about that as you do more work with them, Mandy. Absolutely. I'm thinking for you, by the way, is just the two-in-one short because when you go running, remember how, I don't know if if you were like me, but on the treadmill, I'd always put the incline up like a little bit Yes. so that, you know, you're really doing that resistance as you're running. This way, you just throw a pair of shorts on and you're going to get faster. And, you know, like you keep saying, you keep getting slower, slower, slower. Well, I would (laughs) beg to differ if you put on a pair of the shorts. Uh, I'd check back in with you in about a month and see what your times look like. Okay, I'm gonna fi- I'm gonna circle back and and I will take and I will follow through on this. So, uh, Good. Olivia, how about you? We'll we'll send you selfies and our and our morpho. I'm literally buying the tights right now, and I want to amazing. And yes, and there's a discount if you click my link. There's a there's a discount. So, yeah, Excellent. use that link and then. But they love it because again, just like Burn, this has been spreading by word of mouth. I mean, mm. they are hitting numbers and then some because people love it and they feel the difference and they want to share. So gravity sportswear and the micro loading also with a number of uh, professional and noted athletes and trainers like you, Mandy, but uh, also some other uh, professional athletes that are uh, in the NFL and other uh, sports. Olivia, this has been a great show. What do you think? It's been wonderful. I mean, I I said this to Mandy when we were doing the pre-call, like we could, we could talk for hours about this, but um, I just want to say a huge, huge thank you to our guest, Mandy DeMarzo. Mandy, I love you. I love everything you're doing. You. I believe in you. And, you know, everyone, if you're not following Burned by Mandy, if you're not subscribed to the locker room, um, you got to do so. You know, just it'll it'll make your life better. It'll it'll enhance everything. So, Mandy, thank you so much for joining us on this episode of Creator All-Stars. We loved having you. Thank you both so much. This has been an honor just chatting with you. I, I could, I would, I will talk more with you guys. Um, but um, again, like we, we only get as far as people around us support us and champion us. So I appreciate you for having me today. Thanks so much, Mandy. All right, folks, care, that's all for today. Have a good night. Thank you.